exclusively on Paramount Plus. Get ready Vamanos. to explore like never before. Swiper, no swiping. Oh man! Swing into action. We need your help. With a girl who put adventure <laughs> on the map. I don't think I can do it, Dora. I'll protect you, Boots. Together, we've got this. Todos juntos! Yeah! Dora, the brand new series. Stream with your family now, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. What's up, everyone? Welcome to PopCulture.com's group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you really need to know. I'm one of your hosts, Anna Rumer. And I'm Jameson Brown. And I'm Victoria McGottamy. Jameson, welcome back. We missed you last week. I know you're feeling <laughs> under the weather. Um, Good to be back. Good and, to be back. <laughs> and it was awkward because we did just pause uh, in silence whenever we thought you would have an opinion. So we're glad we were waiting for Jameson. There you go. Perfect. Thanks. <laughs> we had to do a lot of talking last week, man. You never like realize how great it is to have a third person until you're down to two people and you're like, Good Lord, <laughs> let me get a drink of water real quick. My contributions. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you were real close to breaking out the impressions yeah (laughs) so uh this week's show is what i like to call the cancellation station because uh (laughs) as part of the ongoing black lives matter protests and just kind of a social reawakening about well not a social reawakening white people starting to pay attention to racism again uh which is great and uh but it's a long time coming for some of these reality stars who have been problematic and racist for years and no one has said anything about it mm-hmm. now uh, because it's kind of the impetus of these networks to get behind these people and kick them out. There have been a lot of big names going down this week. So we're diving in. We love, we love to see it. So we're going to dive into some of the bigger names in the reality TV world who you won't be seeing anymore unless it's on instagram where they try to hawk some kind of uh i don't know like fitness gummy i don't know because <laughs> they're done oh. for they're not things are not looking good for them and or like some kind of shake or something yeah, yeah. like a fe- not even the flat tummy tea like an off-brand flat tummy tea <laughs> yeah. um, and the first up is uh stassi and Kristen from vanderpump rules yep the original stassi and Kristen, like been with the show since the beginning, pretty much the heart of the show, are out. Bravo announced it Tuesday. And uh, that came about a week after Faith Stowers, who was, mm, yeah, just the only Black person on Vanderpump Rules who was there for like one second before they really un- gave her an unfair edit and pushed her out the door. She talked on Instagram Live with Candace from Floribama Shore, which is the show that everyone's sleeping on. Um, about her experience <laughs> on the show, was talking about how horrible Stassi and Kristen were to her and revealed that they called the cops on her in the military police because she's a veteran, um, saying that she was had committed a crime and stolen after seeing just a picture of another black woman on the Daily Mail who'd been accused of a crime. So that's racist and horrible. Don't call the cops on black people. Like, that's just the rule. This was in 2018. So this was not... Like, oh, we didn't know. It was so long ago. We were children. No, they're all grown adults. They're in their 30s. -hmm. Like, and this was recently. So Stassi had talked about this on a podcast and bragged about how it was like funny and Kristen tweeted about it. Like it was funny. 
And so people have been bringing this up for years that this was disgusting that they did this, but Bravo finally paid attention and uh, announced Tuesday that they are off the show. I just hate that like it took this much for it to be a thing. You know what I mean? Like why wasn't this yep. handled years ago? But like you said, Anna, like better late than never, but exactly. it's like, why did we not handle this years ago? I think it, this has been such an awakening for so many people and it's a good thing. Yeah. And now that people are really putting the fire under networks, butts, being like, listen, this is your money here because we're canceling. We're in, we're ready to take people on like this. Um, it, it really is falling on them to take out these these problematic people that they've given money to and platforms to and and i mean stassi and kristen were waiters yeah now stassi's a a, actually they're both like best-selling authors now and authors you know i put the editor's part of that mix yeah yeah <laughs> we'd love to see we'd love to see their personal drafts on it um <laughs> <laughs> but but basically they've given these people who were famous for being not unempathetic and, and messy and having no filter in what they're saying and kind of being a little bit of sociopaths. That's why they've become so famous on reality TV. But that also mm-hmm. leads to behavior like this where you're being racist and you're not having any kind of self-awareness. And um, both of them have since apologized. Yes. Right. I mean, Stassi and Kristen, as soon as it, it came out, actually a couple of days after it came out, yikes, uh, they both issued apologies, but everyone was criticizing them because they were saying, hmm, their apologies are very similar and they feel like someone in PR wrote them. Doesn't feel super sincere. So even, even those apologies were too late and Faith said on social media that they didn't reach out to her to apologize first. So even that, that apology is canceled, you know, like, get mm-hmm. out of here. Listen, um, I keep telling y'all, like, these PR apologies, people don't want to hear it. People want a genuine apology. At least that that's how I would want it. If you're going to apologize to me for whatever, like, I want a genuine apology. I don't want something mm-hmm. that was written by your PR team because they're trying to save your whole brand. brand. And, yeah. you know, like, I want a real apology. So it doesn't surprise me that, you know, people just kind of want to, you know, roll their eyes at it. Yeah. And uh, so they're both gone. Max and Brett are also both gone. No one really cares about Max and Brett because before they even came on the show in January, this was their first season, uh, people unearthed these super racist and troubling tweets about them. And we're like, why are you even putting these people on the show? We already have canceled them and we haven't seen one second of them. Um, Mm -hmm. But then Lisa Vanderpump was pretty much an apologist for them like well you know we're all young and we make mistakes and that's my british accent for these <laughs> gotta distinguish it everyone's apologizing so i gotta do a little distinguishment but she she like brushed it off and was like well you know they've changed and we feel much better about them and they've apologized and stuff like that and everyone hated that because that's gross and uh but now they're officially fired so they won't be back and good riddance doesn't all of and- them Anna, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't doesn't Bravo have an issue with this? Like with with the with their okay with like they've just got a a, a like laundry list of reality stars who who fall. Okay, I just wanted to double check that because yeah. it's like it's a ton of them. 
And well, and like I said before, I when you find people who are just so willing to be monsters on TV, it's Good there's point. something kind yeah. of problematic within their own hearts and, and souls, probably. Um, so the people, especially on shows like Vanderpump Rules, where there's really not a part to the show that's not like fighting and being a monster to each other. It's not super surprising. It's kind of one of the perils of casting these shows, but they still need to do such a better job of vetting. There are so many people who are willing to be messy on TV, who are mm-hmm. messy in ways that are not racist and sexist and disgusting and homophobic. Um, but they are. there is a big movement now to get Jax and Brittany and Lala also fired from Vanderpump Rules because they've all also done things that were really homophobic and racist that we've watched either on social media well, or on, on the show. In my, my, this is just my personal thought on it, but it's like when you like, you know, if Lisa said that these people have changed, I feel like sometimes people don't really change unless, unless they've gone through something, unless they have, unless they've lost something, unless they've gone through something. So if these people are still privileged enough to keep their brand and to continue making however much money, which is a lot more than we're all making, you know what I mean? Like making a lot more money just on tours alone, book tours, you know, why I I just, I feel like I don't know that they would 100% like change. And this is me just assuming, and it's it may be wrong of me to assume, but I feel like if they lose something and they actually realize like you wake up one day and you're like, Oh my God, like my life is different now. My life has changed. I feel like that's when you start to make those positive changes. You know, because who knows what they maybe said after between when all of that came to light in 2018 to now. I'm sure that that wasn't the last rude, awful thing that they've said. Right. And I'm all for people changing and moving forward. That's what, you know, this whole whole systemic changes is pushing people to think twice and examine their own privilege, examine how it's affected, how internalized racism affects their life and what things that they've done have been problematic. And if, if we are not willing to accept any kind of genuine change moving forward through behavior, then yes, I, I see the problem in that. We can't just cancel everyone who's made a mistake. And if they're no. genuinely willing to put the forth the, the effort and open their pockets, you know, but this is all recently. I mean, these, these people well, are I was going to say recently. too, where do we draw the line too of people like, okay, should we penalize them for something that they said, you know, theoretically in 2015, you know, like, where do we draw the line of like, okay, have they changed? Have they become a better person? Have they show? you know what I mean? Like, I well, I think that falls down to, head. well, as a white person, it's up, not up to me to accept these people's apologies because they're not to me and they're not for me. So that's mm-hmm. up to the black community to, to, and you know, the, the LGBT community whatever is being affected um, to accept these apologies. It's up to them. And if they Mm -hmm. say, this is not cutting the muster and we haven't actually seen any change in you, then throw them to the curb, you know? But, but if they, if there is some kind of actual repentance that comes into this, whether it's monetarily putting their efforts towards social justice, opening up about their own experiences and, and being genuine about that, then maybe let's move forward with that and, and have a conversation. But none of these people have really said anything that isn't just like a PR statement. They're like, oh, I'm sorry I offended anyone. They didn't yeah. know. I am stupid. It's like, no, <laughs> if you're dumb enough to not know at like 30 something that calling the cops mm-hmm. on a black person who didn't do anything is garbage. Then, and then like, laughing about it. 
then I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's something that you should have already known. Now I bet you'll really know it and you can know it away from my TV screen, you know? That's a good point at the end of that sentence, Anna. Like these, like I totally believe people can change and there are second and third chances, but they don't have to, you know, they probably can do that without the platform of television at this point. Right. Like they, they can, they can move along, you know, I hope they do change of course, Mm -hmm. but you know, um, the, the television program needs to, to, needs to keep on moving and move past that. And they can, they can change on their own and people can follow Mm -hmm. that. And that's great. Um, but you know, the show needs to move forward and it sounds like it's going to, because it sounds like the entire cast, uh, is, is, is going away. So there's that. It's so fun. I've seen all the TikToks where it's like the TikTok where it's like, who's next? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and people with just like the Vanderpump Rules cast. Someone else was like, Vanderpump Rules at this point is just going to be like Peter, the bus boy and Raquel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm welcoming to see it. Honestly, if they can't recast it well enough, like, just cancel it. Last couple seasons have been garbage anyways. We can yeah. move on. There are a bunch of new shows. Maybe Bravo could get a show with uh, with black cast members because they, they don't do that very well. That's been a longstanding criticism. So maybe they could put their energy into that. Question mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, let's go to our next cancellation. Which I- <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I have all the shows going to be today. <laughs> I mean, that's just what that's just what we're doing this week. Yep. And hopefully, for the next couple of weeks, we'll just flush them out. Uh, Teen Mom, another show about uh, people who don't hold back on camera, is uh, canceling Taylor Selfridge. She was also on Are You the One. She has a baby with Corey Wharton, who uh, who has stepped in it himself in the past couple of days. Um, but Tuesday night, they both had a scheduled baby special that was going to air uh, about her giving birth to their daughter. I think it's My- Mila or Mila. I don't know. I've only ever seen it written down. Um, and then it didn't air. And people were wondering, I wonder if this is because Taylor has really super racist tweets from 2012 that everyone's been talking about for uh, years. And yes, that's why, that's why. That's why they pulled it. Although apparently it's still aired in Canada, which, come on. Um <laughs> So MTV announced officially that same night that they had ended their relationship with Taylor because of those tweets. Um, Taylor herself came forward with a statement that, like we were saying, genuine apologies. She came forward with a statement that was like, no, they didn't fire me. I quit. And you know what? I said sorry about these before, and I shouldn't have to say it again. It's like, okay, Taylor. Okay. Well, because of that specifically, I know you're not sorry because you are very indignant about having to apologize for something that you did and we all have receipts for it. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, well, again, something says, that happened how long ago and we're just now getting around to it. Oh, exactly. And we've talked about it. I mean, Victoria, you and I talked off air about this. We knew that Taylor had racist tweets for so long that it was a plot point on Teen Mom in season eight. Oh my eight. gosh. That Cheyenne, mm-hmm. who's like a black woman. Like, that's how far that got taken down the road. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. Like, Cheyenne, was like, Cheyenne had to sit her down. She was like, I'm uncomfortable with you being around my child who is black because you are a racist. And Taylor was like, I'm sorry to her. And they filmed it. And then 
you know, however many years later, I think it's two years later, they're like, listen, we've just discovered that Taylor had racist tweets. It's like, I don't think so. I, I watched you. Yeah, I think yeah. alongside her, like production is also needs to be examined there with, with that move. Because that's, right? to say that's questionable is an understatement. Right. It's not, it's not a plot point. And I, Cheyenne was, I, I know that they're co-parenting very well now, her and Taylor and Corey all together co-parenting uh, very well. I talked to her about that a couple months ago. So I don't want that to cause discord in their family if they've already worked that out internally, but to parade it as a plot point and then yeah. a couple years later be like, wow, unacceptable. It's like, okay, well... It is unacceptable, but I'm glad you're just realizing this now. Yeah. Again. I just feel like this, this, you know, this movement's gonna wake some people up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now Kaylin Lowry, uh, who is on Teen Mom 2 and is actually one of the Teen Moms, because Taylor's just kind of in the background. She shows up every once in a while. So it's not really going to have an impact on the show, her not showing up, especially because Corey said that he's still going to be on the show which I think is very funny because he was like, he did an Instagram live and was like, I'm very disappointed in the way everyone's treating Taylor, but go to our YouTube and also I'm staying on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but don't forget, you know, one, two, three, Smash go that here. subscribe. <laughs> Reality television for you. Uh, I thought it was very funny. I was like, okay, well, I mean, like secure the bag, man. But, um, but also your girlfriend is questionable. Um, but but Kaylin, who's one of the stars on Teen Mom 2, she is, there's now a petition to get her kicked off the show because of once again, something that was aired on the show in 2014, she was talking to Joe Rivera, who's her ex. They share son Isaac together. Uh, and Joe is Puerto Rican. So in this film segment for 2014, that has been making the rounds on Twitter, uh, Caitlin tells Joe that she doesn't like the way that she, he dresses Isaac because he has to remember that he is, quote, half white and that they shouldn't dress him like a, quote, thug. <gasps> what? <sighs> yeah. And, and I, I haven't watched Teen Mom that long. I pretty much just wa- started watching it when I started working here. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, that was the first time <laughs> I saw that clip and was like, what? That was yeah. a plot. And Joe's just like, I don't understand what you're saying about like the way I dress. He responds in this very measured, sad way that, oof, I watched it and was like, what is that? This was an episode in 2014 and we were just letting her keep going. <laughs> so that, Again. Was, that was the first time I had seen that. But there are a lot of other fans on Reddit and stuff who were like, oh yeah, I remember that making me really sad and me thinking she was a racist when that happened. Being like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Jeez. I'm just hoping moving forward on shows, if there is something said like that, or if there is something said, whether it be on screen, off screen, that people will start taking more of a stand to be like, listen, this is not tolerated. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's just, let's stick to the fun stuff. You know, you can have drama without being derogatory or racist or, you know, just hurtful in general. Um, right. But I'm just, it, it, I guess it makes me sad that it took, it just, why didn't we do anything about this so long ago, you know? And, you know, so I think moving forward. people have been too comfortable. That's, yes, people have been too comfortable. I feel like I'm just like up chucking words right now. I've got like word vomit. I can't like speak what my brain is thinking right now. 
but, or I can't articulate like what I'm thinking, but yes, it's like, I just feel like moving forward. I'm hoping that this is the standard now, like that we don't Mm -hmm. tolerate this stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I mean, it's a social revolution. I hope it's the social revolution that continues forward and isn't just, you know, something that people will be performative about for a week on Instagram and that white people will actually step up and do the work and in their own homes and their own, you know, portion of a of society so that's that's huge um and as for the people on 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 uh reality tv i think you said it best like the drama that's good on reality tv the memorable moments on reality tv aren't ones that are sad to watch racism is uncomfortable and hilarious and upset because someone stole someone's shoes and (laughs) you broke my leg Exactly. I mean, who can forget <laughs> Teresa Geodice flipping the table and calling Danielle Staub a prostitution whore over oh my what? Gosh. I don't that's, remember. It, would, would you say that's probably like the top three, like biggest like reality television moments ever? If not, I would it's say definitely so. like the most recognized. It's so good. I mean, come on, the table flip. I think table she originated the table flip. The table flip. Yeah, that's hers. That's hers all that's, the way. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can have drama without all the cruelty, you know? Like, let's just exactly. keep it to, this sounds like an oxymoron, but like, let's keep it to clean drama, you know? Like, just yeah. Oh, yeah. stupid drama. Like, I mean, yeah. well, <laughs> not it's like, mean there and are, drama. It's like prison rules. Like, they're the same as reality <laughs> TV, because on reality TV, people were like, don't bring up kids. Like, when someone starts to bring up a kid, people in the housewives are like don't bring up my kids and they're like you're right you know that crossed the line and they are mm-hmm. so insane so if we could put that energy into not being yes. like a disgusting horrible racist uh that would be the next step so that let's do great. that and let's also take a break <laughs> uh we'll come back we've got one more cancellation and a petition so let's get ready <laughs> Original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire now streaming on Paramount Plus. All right, we are back, and we are speaking of people who, how have they been on TV this long? We're talking about Abby Lee Miller, the woman who was famous for yelling at children. Oh, uh, my gosh. This <laughs> lady is so another sorry. lady. This She's is, on another level. Like, yeah, yeah, where do we start? Okay, let's go. <laughs> so we, we haven't talked about her a lot because she's like, it's sad. Like she's on Dance Moms and yelled at children and made them feel bad about themselves. And some people like to watch that. No judgment. You know, we all watch what we watch. But then she got like, she went to prison and she got cancer when she got out of prison. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a bummer. Um, yeah. But now she's canceled. She's recovered. So she's fine. And now we can effectively shove her down the drain because uh, <laughs> she's said horrible things to children. And uh her new show, Abby's Virtual Dance Off, which sounds like a nightmare, is no longer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you mean you don't want to sign up for that, Anna? Oh my God. Uh, 
It's like a quarantine <laughs> fever dream. I can't. Uh, but Lifetime has officially canceled that after comments that she made uh, to They should have canceled that anyway. I know. Like, what? I don't want to watch that. That's a whole other like story, Jameson. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Adriana Smith, who was the mom, came forward on Instagram with things that Abby had said to her then seven-year-old daughter, Cameron Smith. The quote was, I, they're, they're black family. Uh, I knew you grew up in the hood with only a box of eight crayons, crayons, but I grew up in the country club with a box of 64. Don't be stupid. What? Yeah. Hello? So she said that to a seven-year-old. Um, and that should be a crime. I feel like, but if it can't be a crime, we can at least send her straight to hell where she belongs because that's horrible. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Mm. There's not a ton to say about it. So I was horrible. never, a, I was just never a fan of her. I watched the show like one yeah. time back in the day and I was like, how on earth this is even a thing? And I knew people who were parents who loved that show. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not a parent, so I don't I don't know it from that perspective, but not being a parent, I, I mean, I couldn't tolerate it. Was, I'm a I'm a Pittsburgher, so I actually know a couple people who studied with her. Um oh. and she's just like that in real life, uh oh. that's what they said. I mean, so, I have no doubt. I feel like you that that has that's not like an acted thing. Like she did not no. create that character. Like that was I, I saw enough to be like, I'm good. I'm yeah. yeah i'm totally yeah. okay with uh with her just moving on moving along right yeah. we were done. well and she she released uh the one thing that i thought was interesting she released an apology where she was saying that uh quote racism can come not just from hate but also from ignorance no matter the cause it's harmful and my fault and you know whatever um i'd like to see some actions on that abby but if she does take the actions, I do believe she wrote the apology because this sounds rude but some of the words were misspelled which makes me think that it was not a professional PR firm that that wrote it. So or I do appreciate that. that. Right. Oh, <laughs> it goes deeper. Oh. <laughs> They're like, we know Abby wouldn't be able to spell affected, right? Come on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't have a ton to say about that. I just thought it was important that we know that the woman who is famous for just degrading children's self-esteem into the ground is no more. But thanks for Jojo Siwa. <laughs> Uh, moving mm-hmm. on to... Oh, wait, is that where... Jo- wait, what? Oh, yeah, that's where she came from. Oh, <gasps> really? And I'm a JoJo stan now. She's on TikTok, and she's very funny. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I didn't even know who JoJo Siwa was until I watched an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and Kim's kid is, like, obsessed with JoJo Siwa, and I was like, who is yeah. this girl? And then I realized that all my friends' kids are into him. I'm like, oh, okay. Listen, and now I see your stuff everywhere. I think she's the cutest little thing. Her child content is too high energy for me, but I'm not a child, so it's not for me. She's been on TikTok and putting things out there for the adults, and it's very funny. I mean, and, uh, she built a business off of that, so good for her. I do worry for her ponytail, but that's a whole other issue. Yeah. Okay, oh. let's move on. I mean, it just seems painful as someone yeah. with a tight ponytail. It's like, ugh, yeah. gotta worry about that traction alopecia, girl. It will hit you. Um, yes. Moving on to topics not about ponytails, uh, let's talk about Bachelor Nation's big change. Hopefully, I mean, I'll explain first. Um, So there is a big petition out there 
it's by Wednesday when I wrote the outline, it had been signed by like 75,000 people and had been tweeted out and promoted by like Tyler Cameron, Lauren Burnham's, um, Nicole, uh, what's her last name? Uh, Lopez Alvazar, Al Alvar, I believe. I don't know. She wasn't on the show. I don't know. Uh, Nick Vile, Diggy Moreland, all of them, they all tweeted it out. Uh, Rachel Lindsay tweeted it out, which is big and we'll get to that later. Uh, but it's called a campaign for anti-racism in the bachelor franchise. And so first of all, it demands a black bachelor because it's been like 40 seasons legit. And there's been- Again, they missed the perfect opportunity with Mike. I'm still mad about that. There's still time. There's still time, Mike. Yes. Yeah, there's still time. There is still time. And, I'm, He's still and there's still time for me. So. Maybe I'll be on the show. I can yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they're demanding a Black Bachelor. There's been one Black lead. It's Rachel. In all of the seasons, that's insane. And the rest of them have been like blonde women. Um, which as a blonde woman, we're fine. We don't need that. We don't need any more. Um, so they they're work. calling for, true. Um, they're calling for uh, black or people of color for at least 35% seasons moving forward. Uh, all of whom would get equitable screen time because you know what happens to the POC people who are cast half the time they leave like third week. And you're like, I didn't even get to see that person. I don't even know who that is. Um, mm -hmm mental re health resources for people who are being bullied online because we all know bachelor nation is filled with really racist tweets and really racist fans um so they would get specific resources allocated towards them better vetting of contestants Good. as we all know there have been like a million uh, like garrett and I'm trying to think of the other ones who got canceled. Garrett was the big one where he won. He was Becca's fiance and he was a trash human and liked all this like racist stuff on, in on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oops, we didn't know. It's like, well, we figured it out and we don't even do this for a living. So, <laughs> um, and then hire a, uh, like a consultant for POC and have a zero tolerance policy for racism while filming. So these are all, very reasonable demands and something that I'm full in favor of this is like the bare minimum things they could do honestly at this point um but Rachel came forward and said basically uh on a post on her blog that if these changes aren't made she said she doesn't want to bite the hand that feeds her but she also doesn't want to aid and abet problematic behavior she said mm -hmm. that if they don't fix these racial issues she will dissociate herself from Bachelor Nation which would be so massive because they love Rachel and they always trot her out when they're like, see, we're not racist. Sorry. Yeah. So, we had the one black lead. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I think ABC, you know, these petitions, I, I think they're great to sign them. And, you know, the yeah. ones about TV production are kind of of a, you know, hit or miss quality, but this one is really picking up traction. And I think it's a good step fans, in the right direction for them. Yeah. I mean, if they're able to pull off all of those things or even like, actually, no, why are we bargaining with them? Pull off all those things, ABC. You have a bajillion dollars and this is more than fair. So I think that they have a long history of racist garbage to contend with and, uh, and yeah, they need to step the, up. The, re the resources are there. It's Disney. Exactly, right? Do you no. have enough money? Why are we being yeah. like, oh, just one or two, please? Like, no, get them all. 
Yeah. And more, mm-hmm. please. The resources are there. Yeah, exactly. So that I'm that's big. Um, I love that Rachel. I mean, I feel bad that she always has to throw herself into these situations. She always has to speak out in these situations, uh, mm-hmm. which sucks because that's not her responsibility, but she really is uh, such a wonderful- she advocates for it, piece. yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm happy to see her step up and be like, listen, this is serious enough that I'm ready to say goodbye to you guys because mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, I'm done playing with you guys. So that's yeah. big. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what ABC does because- I am too. I'm hoping- Yes, they have the money, they have the resources. Let's keep it going. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, because the, these shows, they're just, there's a lot to contend with there. So it's up to them. I'm gonna appreciate, I, I like variety. You know what I mean? Like I liked, like I was watching, I mean, this is so random, but I was watching a bunch of Disney movies recently mm-hmm. and I was watching Coco. It's one of my favorites. And I'm like, oh, we, need, we just need more variety. You know what I mean? We need to show other ethnicities. We need to be appreciative of it. And we just need more variety. And when I watched The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, I mean, literally, I, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't a fan of the show. I had only watched one season before I started working with pop culture. And then after that, when I started covering it, I mean, obviously I had to stay on top of all of it. And honestly, it's like everyone was the same like the just the lack of diversity and the cast and everything it just I don't know I'm I'm hoping that this will push them in that direction to open up the door to an even bigger and better opportunity yeah when fans of your show make jokes about how there are only white blonde women cast and they're the fans like mm-hmm. ooh, that's what do people who don't like the show say mm-hmm. um so let's that's Hope for future change. Let's keep canceling these garbage people and uh, and move on. But let, let's go to our pop culture picks of the week because I know there's some little yes. stuff that happened that wasn't as important this week that we want to talk about. What hit you guys? Oh, well, okay. I'm going to start first because this is like a major, like, downer-ish pop culture. I know what you're oh, talking about. Jameson. Oh, so, Jameson. I'm sorry, but there is a, a – I don't want to say – a glimmer of positivity because this this case it has no, there's no positive parts to it but so the Lori Vallow case got um, oh. yeah oh, that yeah. Uh, you know unfortunately had a, a bad uh, resolution to it um, which mm-hmm. is very sad but that being said you know I'm I, I there I am glad that there is some closure to that because that was one of those yes. scenarios and one of those just bizarro crazy cases you know like dateline on steroids that Mm. i I totally was thinking they're never going to find these children ever like it's going to be this open-ended thing for the rest of that family and the people involved Mm. who are very very passionately uh uh, involved in solving that by the way so the fact that there was closure to that i think is a tiny tiny if there is even one a tiny piece of positivity and closure for for that family to, to at least move you know, mourn, bury them and, and move forward with their lives. So, but uh, yeah. yes, that's, yeah. that's my pick. It's a, it's a big news item. So <laughs> I, I yeah. brought it down. So I hope y'all bring it up. No, I agree with I, you. I thought, you were gonna, no. I thought you were going to talk about Twister too. Oh no. What? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. But I'll that's bring why I was like, up. I know what you're going to say. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up myself then. Thank you so much for reminding me about this. Because <laughs> the other, was it yesterday morning or the morning? Yeah. Today? Oh my gosh. So like this huge conversation broke out on Twitter about 
freaking Twister 2, which is a <laughs> and I get it because it's just it just hit Netflix a, like a week or so ago, so everyone's watching it, and it's a phenomenal, amazing entertainment movie on every level of what a blockbuster should be, and uh, with some of the best, most fun characters that uh, exist. Um, but the fact that a sequel was being discussed, you know, with Bill Paxton and Philip Seymour Hoffman, who passed away, not not being able to be a part of that. Like, get out of here. Not happening. No. Hard no. Hard pass. Hard so. pass. I think everyone agrees in this circle that that's a hard pass. Yes. So. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. <laughs> Victoria, is yours an upper or a downer? Because mine's like I a mean, mild I mean, I would like to think that it's an upper. I mean, I'm excited that Iggy Azalea is a mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a, okay. It's a big yes. I mean, about that. This week was really tough. I mean, I feel like we've been, you know, talking about a, a lot of just like challenging things. And so I was trying to think of like a positive one. And I know Iggy Azalea has kind of been off the radar for a hot minute these days, but um, I do. I mean, the fact that she kept it a secret and didn't talk about it, I'm starting to wonder if this is going to be a new trend among celebrities. You know, if they want more privacy, they're going to really go to that next level like Kylie Jenner. Did. If Kylie Jenner can keep it a secret, like who can't I don't keep know it a secret? <laughs> No one was even looking for Iggy Azalea. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> well, and that's another thing. That's mean. I wish her. When I tell you that she's now. been, listen. I do feel like there was kind of like a oh yeah moment, like involved. I mean, yeah. I feel like ever since um, God, what's his name? Uh, the NBA player that she was engaged to. I can't oh, uh, for the Lakers. Oh, no. Yes. Do you... Nick what? something. Right. Nick. I forgot the last name. Nick Young. Nick Young. Nick Young. Yes. Yes. Okay, so I feel like before going into that relationship, Iggy Azalea Azalea was like kind of a thing. And then she got into that relationship and then she like was still a thing. And then after that is just like she fell off the planet and then just all of a sudden came back and was like, I'm a mom. Hey, I like her music. I do. Like (laughs) She's got got a lot of good, like fun, like – she does. If you, if you have like subs in your car, like all of them are, are like super. I mean, are hey, gonna bump. I, yeah, I like them. She did if a song with Ti. I'm a huge <laughs> Ti fan, and so she did a song with Ti, and ever since then, I've been bumping to her stuff. It's been a while though, but yeah, I mean, she kind of. I like that she came out of nowhere and surprised everyone. So oh, yeah, that's why. Well, to her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> God, you nailed that. Have you been practicing that, Anna? Listen, you watch the video and that is dead on. Um, <laughs> okay, mine Anna's like is, sitting there studying it. I'm like, listen, guys, that's exactly what it's all. I've watched TikTok enough. Um, or Vine, even. I'm old. Um, so mine is kind of, it's not, it's not a downer in the real sense of the world, but it was a bummer to me to find out that the real housewives of Beverly Hills and New York are taking an extended break. They're coming back in July. Ah, oh. it's because it's because they haven't been able to film anything because it's quarantine. Yeah. yeah. But uh, what are we supposed to watch now? Especially New now York have... too. New York's such a good one. I know. And Beverly Hills was just heating up. We got Aaron like crushing Denise's hand last week, which was really mm. problematic. I didn't like oh, that. If but... you're listening, what is Anna gonna do? What am I gonna do, <laughs> guys? Just send me screeners. I won't tell anyone. I'm just <laughs> yeah. gonna watch it. I'm just bored. Just me. Um, <laughs> so that's mine. I don't know if anyone has any ideas of the things that I should watch. Um, I probably won't take them, and I'll probably just uh, rewatch uh, Shit's Creek. But if you know, oh my god, I love Shit's Creek. The fact Schitt's that it Creek came is, to an end. So I watched good. 
the last season and I didn't think it was going to be the last season. Like I was caught off guard and then I realized that it was the last episode and I was like, are you kidding me? I, I, it's this cannot end. A shock to the system. It's a true shock to the system. It uh, is. That was a dagger so, to the heart. Yeah. And in the meantime, uh, well, we're waiting for a new Housewives drama and waiting to see who's next. Um, don't forget, check out popculture.com. We've got all your up-to-date news. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter. I'm at Anna Rumor. I'm at Jameson G. Brown. And I'm at V. McGottamy. Drop us a rating, a review. We're on April. 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 lost her marbles now that she doesn't have Real Housewives to watch. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, I like save this in my sleep. We're on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you listen to your podcasts, unless that's April, in which case we're not there. Um, <laughs> and we'll, we'll see you next week. Bye. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. 